Hey, Mosley. Hey, Abigail. How are you? Thank you. And to our listeners, happy, happy new year. This is the first episode of the podcast, and um, we're really excited, aren't you, Mosley? I'm so excited. This is a really great opportunity, and I just want to say thank you for inviting me. I love talking about the Word of God, and I love I love spreading the Word uh, to others as well. Yeah. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, so Ren hasn't joined in yet, and, you know, let's just give our listeners an insight on what today's topic is. So, okay. um, yeah, we're going to be talking about misconceptions about Christians and Christianity. So, before Ren joins in, Oh, she's in. Hi, Ren. Hi. Okay. I did you guys intro. How can we do an intro so that they'll know who you are? Okay, let's start with me. Uh, yes, yes. My name is um, Mosley Lewis. It's really an honor to be here to um uh, to talk about the Word of God and. It's just so awesome to uh, be a part of what Adele is doing for the Lord. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Ren. Oh, were you still talking? No, go on. Go on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hi, I'm Ren, and I'm just happy to be here to just share the word and just experience the glory of God. So it's really amazing. So thank you, Abigail, for including me. Thank you all so much for being part of this. So, um, I already gave an insight on the topic. So, mostly, what is one major misconception about Christianity that you know about? Yes. So, it's it's really amazing how the Lord works. I was not planning on talking about this one, but the one misconception that so many people are believing in at the time is once saved, always saved. Yeah. Yes. So with that, so many are believing that once you are saved or more, you accept Jesus Christ into your heart or you're baptized that, that you're okay with the Lord for the rest of your life, meaning that you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter um, what you with your actions. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter how you appear and so much more, like so, so much more misconception with that. The, the matter of this is that we it's a daily thing. What I mean by daily thing is in Romans 12, 2 and the New King James Version, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and what is acceptable and perfect will of God. So what I mean by daily decision is that it's a daily decision to renew your mind before the Lord. And it's a daily decision to deny your fleshly desires, pick up your cross, and follow Jesus. And repentance is also something that is a daily thing. It is due. With repentance, um, it's a matter of turning away from your sins completely and not looking back. It's the transformation of your heart before the Lord. So... It's so important that we make sure that our robes are washed in the blood of the Lamb, that we are loving the Lord, our hearts are We have to make sure that all of our transgressions, all of our iniquities, all of our sins are blotted out of our rights. Because on the day of judgment, 
um, we don't want to hear um, depart from me, for I never knew you, you worker of inequity. But you want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. So it, it's so important that we make sure that every day we are renewing our mind, repenting, and making sure that our heart. And as we see in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I'm reading um, the NIV version. Mm-hmm. NIV. <laughs> the <view already> <laughs> crucified with Christ. But Christ Hallelujah. lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and he who practices righteousness is righteous, as we see in First John yeah. verse seven. Mm-hmm. So I personally, I used to be like, okay, I've already said, oh Jesus is Lord over my life. But then at the end of the day, I go back doing certain things that conform to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it took it took the grace of God for me to really change and for me to really understand Scripture and just it getting transformed. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, Ren, yeah, Ren, do you have something to say? You got anything to say about this? Say that again. Do you have anything to contribute to what Musley said? Oh, like you guys basically said everything. Like when <laughs> we are saying, yeah, like when we are saying, we shouldn't just have this mentality that well, I can be laid back about what I need to do as a Christian. You get, we need to be committed and be like keep praying and reading your word and don't hesitate because you feel like, oh, I'm safe. So let me just sit back and allow God to work on my life. Because mm-hmm. yeah, work without um, prayer and, how does it go again? Um, belief without um, prayer work. and faith. Yeah, yeah it won't come to pass. You have to be consistent in your prayer, consistent in your faith and in what you believe. So yeah, that's what, that's what I can add. Can you give us a misconception that you know of? Um, I feel like most people, like non-believers and non-Christians, they have this belief. They forget that, or rather they don't know that it's relationship over religion. Mm. You know, because it's more of like a relationship with the Father. Because I feel most people have their minds fixed on the ideas and mentality of religion. Right, and this is what this is why most people turn away from the church because religion, I believe, um, tries to fit you inside a box. You know, they try to conform you and make you feel less of who you are and who God has called you to be. You know, religion tells you that you can't make it to heaven because you've sinned so much that you can't make it to heaven. You've committed adultery, abortion, or fornication, and stuff like that. So. We tell you, oh, you can't make it to heaven. Like, your sin is way too big for God. But, like, we yourself are meant to know that. If they say God is so merciful, like, you should have this knowing in you that when you come to the presence of God and you just genuinely express yourself and, like, you actually want to be saved, you actually want to be received by God, you want to be purified and be refined, you have have this awareness that God is willing to forgive you if you're genuine. You get if you really want to be saved because yeah, religion tells you these things and I don't agree with that because most churches are like that. That's why many people they turn away from the church when they want to, when they hear the gospel they are so ang- angered because of how the church once treated them. 
so they don't feel welcome anymore. You get, but now that times have changed, like it's more of like a relationship, you know, like with the father, like he's your friend, like including in everything that goes on in your life, it's like more of a friend, more of like someone you could just talk to. You get, so I feel people fail to acknowledge the fact that that is what Christianity is all about. So that's why they're afraid to come because they're afraid of being judged or criticized for who they were, you know? So that's what I, I really feel. Yeah, that's yeah. why um Second Corinthians five seven was it it's seventeen. But if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, mm-hmm. and all things mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. So that's uh, so, so do you have any contributions? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's definitely not about religion. It's about having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You said it all, Rini. Um, it, it's it's about um, <laughs> yeah. it's all about acknowledging that Jesus mm-hmm. is not not only just God, but He's our best friend. He's yeah. the person who we can turn to when we're not feeling right. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm, I can't really hear. Are Are you Are you guys still there? Yes. Okay. Muzi. Hi. Are you there? It's just a matter of yeah. knowing in your heart that it's not about religion, but it's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I can hear. The lifestyle, the journey, journey of a believer. Someone once said, um, I'm, I'm a spiritual being going to an earthly journey. We're going to the earth. We're not supposed to conform to the things of this world. So let me give my own, let me drop one of these misconceptions I have on my list here. And uh, one of that, uh, one of those misconceptions is perfections that we, we Christians, were just meant to be perfect. Yeah. That we're yeah. not meant to have any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the thing is, I, with, what comes, what, what comes with this misconception is when certain, you know, Christian figures, public figures, pastors, when they make an error. That's when oh the rest of the world is just attacking the church and say, see, see, mm-hmm. see these people they claim oh they are holier they are they are this they are that they they still have this they, they still do certain things they still um, commit adultery because they have mm-hmm. been, you know headlines that oh this pastor did something with this person and oh they think that we're perfect and what 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 that is yeah. Of course, we're meant to fall sometimes. It's part of life. But the thing is, it's the flesh. We're still humans and we're still going to go, grow and go back to God and change. That is the point. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's acceptable for you know, us to continue to fall. But right, right. And we're all humans. The difference between us and them is the Jesus factor that Jesus is there, that we understand mm-hmm. grace. And it's that grace that is supposed to move us to do things to please God. Not that we should 
treat it with uh, lasciviousness. Right. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I agree. So, so Musli, you got you got something else to say? Yes, um just that again, oh, okay. um with action, there no one I mean this is like the one of the most famous <laughs> one of the most famous quotes everyone says that nobody is perfect. And it's true, nobody is perfect, only Jesus Christ who came into this world who mm -hmm. Who was king? Who was sinless? He was the only one who was perfect. He was the only one who did not sin. He was completely committed to God, and also he's he's he should be a role model to us because even though we are not perfect, even though we are human, we we can still follow Jesus because he came into the human form and he did not sin. It's it's a matter of trying your best not to not to fall into that same sin or not to fall into that adultery, that fornication, or whatever the case was for you around that time. I mean, in Romans 2.23, it says that um, we have all fallen short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I have to perfect in. Yeah, and um, you said something, and I would like to add to that. You said, like, um, yeah, we are not perfect, right? But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we came here to, we are, the more we grow in our relationship with God, we are meant to be more like Jesus. Probably, like, yeah. have this spirit and this mentality that he had. Like, when we try and see something that is not of us, we think that, like, like let's say um, somebody offends us, right? And then we have this grudge against, like, against that person. But, like, we can't forgive that person. But when you have this knowing that if Jesus was on earth, would he do that kind of thing? You know, like God, Jesus will forgive them. So let us be like, be more like Jesus, because I see that we are meant to be the light. We we come, we we came to this earth to shed light to a darkened world. You know, because and although it's hard for us to see, like what God has actually called for called us to do, because I mean, this world is filled with so much chaos and like things for you to fall into, but do not fall into the things of this world. You know, don't let them try and put your light out because you have to keep stand firm on what you believe, which is on in the name of Jesus. Because it says, whoever believes in the name shall receive, see the heaven shall come into glory. So we should not conform to this thing, to things of this world. We have to be more like Jesus, have the mindset that Jesus had towards people. So yeah, that, that's what I have to add. Let me just drop a scripture as regards what Ren said. You know, the more you spend time in the word, the more you spend time with Jesus, you become more like him. So that's in Second Corinthians 3.18. But we all with unveiled face, holding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Muzi just got disconnected. I hope she comes back on. Yeah. yeah. Ren, do you have uh, another misconception on your list? Um, do I? <laughs> no, I don't really think so. Oh, I've, I've got one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Christians... Oh. Christians or good people go to heaven while others don't. That means like every single yeah. person that goes to church... Mm -hmm. Every person, okay, 
Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. They go, they go to heaven, but no, it saves people that go to heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he he that believes in the name of Jesus shall mm-hmm. be saved. Yeah. So it's not just that. Uh, I'm surprised not all Christians make it to heaven, and that's a sad reality. But mm-hmm. they can try to do the will of God, and let's let's just make heaven a full house. That would be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I get that because, like, a lot of people, like, actually say that, that, like, um, all Christians, like, I mean, it's because you feel like you're too holy, but, like, you may go to church how many times you want. You may do things. But, but yeah, like, most of us doing these things, we're actually lukewarm, you know? We just come into the presence of God, like, having this idea that, oh, okay, I'm doing it for God. By the end of the day, when you leave church, you go, you go and party, you go and club, you go and do stuff that is unrighteous, and then you expect to make it to heaven. But it's not meant to be like that. It's only if you believe in that name. So people are like, I had a friend tell me that um, I'm a good person, so I'm going to heaven. And then I saw this video, I believe you've seen it as well, because it was kind of trending, that she said, um, imagine you go to someone's house, like someone you have no relation to at all, and then you go to their house and knock on the door and be like let me in and they're like no I don't know you you're like let me in I'm a good person let me in <laughs> so she's like that same mentality is like here in heaven like when you come knocking at the door and you're like let me in I'm a good person let me in so the guard will tell you like if you don't know Jesus if you don't have any relationship with us like you can't come in you get so that's that's the way it is like they feel like oh I'm a good person so I'm going to heaven mm. but it's not like that if you believe in the name of Jesus Jesus is your only ticket to heaven, you know, not just going doing good deed. Like good deed is part is a part of it. But one major thing is you believing in that name, believing in that name of Jesus, because he came here to save. Mm-hmm. You know, he hung on the cross just to save thousands and multitudes of people. So when you come and just come to heaven, I'm like, oh, knocking at the gate and be like, I'm a good person, so I should be here. I should be no, it's not meant to be like that. Yeah, so that's what I believe what you're saying as well. That's that's really good. That's really good. Welcome back, Mosley. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I have one more misconception about the character of Christians that oh, are judgmental. You know, putting on this holier than thou kind of sign on our our, our chest, mm-hmm. better than everyone else. But there's some people that go around like that, thinking they they can just be Holy Ghost assistant and start judging people <laughs> as mm-hmm. where they'll be for eternity. You know, that is not right. We're not supposed to go out Can I just to cut you off, but can I just add on that? Because I was actually like that when I recently got saved because I felt like I was more perfect than some other people. You know, so I, I start judging them and be like, oh no, we can't you can't do this. Like if you believe you say you believe in God, like you shouldn't do that. But when I read the book of John, I actually felt like that is wrong, you know, because I read this in John that it was like when they were about to condemn a woman for committing um, uh, adultery. So they were like, um, it says in the laws of Moses that whoever commits adultery shall be stoned. So I love what Jesus said. He said, let any man who is without sin kill the first one. And I love that so much because it was relating to me that who am I to judge others when I myself am unclean? You know, when I'm dirty, when I'm filled with so much sin, 
you know, so who am I to judge others? So from that moment on, I start, I change my mentality and be like, everybody has a different walk with God. So I can't feel like I'm more perfect than that person or I'm more righteous than that yeah. person, you know, so yeah. Sorry to cut you off again, but I just wanted to <laughs> point it out. So, what was I going to see now? I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> fine, fine. Do you have anything to contribute? What? Do you have anything? Can she hear me? I, I can Hello. hear you. Okay, yeah. okay. Do you have anything? Yes, uh, when it comes to the the judgmentalness. Um, so mm-hmm. one thing, when when I just first became a Christian, I, I did not know, or not even a Christian, I just took my my relationships more serious with Jesus Christ. He matured so much mm-hmm. spiritually. Um, just like uh, reading it said, um, I used to be like, <laughs> I used to be like, oh my goodness, what they're doing is so wrong. I would never do that. For that. but like who am i to say that like i don't even have that right to tell a person oh yeah you're gonna go to hell even though i never did but it was in my mindset like yeah they're gonna go there and stuff like that but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but rather i should have been praying for them declaring over them, declaring yeah. over them that they are not going to go there i'm gonna pray for them that they're that they have a change in their heart yeah. so the one mm-hmm. thing that i absolutely love um was in the the Bible verse in uh, John uh, chapter 7, verse 24, where it says, do not judge according to appearance. You see, we yeah. so often we, we judge according to appearance, the way someone looks, we're, we, we judge by how they look, by how maybe they act, but we don't know their hearts. We, don't, we cannot see it as far as God can see, you know? So it says mm-hmm. the we, it says, do not judge according to appearance, but we should judge with a righteous judgment. If, if we're going to judge, it better be righteous. It better be according to God's word. It better be to, um, to guide them towards Jesus and not away from him. Yeah. Are, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but our lifestyle is it's supposed to convict other people yeah. that you what you're doing is actually wrong and then someone said something about praying for people that are not saved praying mm-hmm. people it's it's we my mind is still trying to comprehend the power of prayer mm. there are prayers that i prayed about five years ago i'm seeing them you know working for me now even when I wasn't saved, my mom, my mom would always pray for me at night. At that time, I didn't even care about God. I didn't care about anything Christianity. But I know that, okay, Sunday, I'm going to church because it's a family thing. But my mom was praying for me all those years. And I finally got saved in 2017. Okay. And my, I mean, that is what we're supposed to do. Satan will continue to keep these people in captivity unless those that have the power to free them pray for them. Yeah. Mm. So we're not supposed to judge. We're supposed to put on Christ in Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Be put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. And one of them is pride. You know, there, there was a time, my friend, so my friend told me, Abigail, I was just so scared to tell you certain things because I thought you were going to judge me. 
you know i you know this thing when you post christ on your instagram and then people are like oh okay she's yeah. not and they yeah she's too holy she's too righteous she's too like a saint and da 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 even paul said i am the least righteous like that's yeah. how i feel when people say oh i, I you, you're so holy oh my goodness and i'm like oh y'all don't know where i'm coming from <laughs> 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 oh my goodness i i used to be so depressed i used to compare myself to so many people yeah. i used to steal i used to laugh but mm-hmm. I mean, that's the transforming power of Jesus. That's the transforming power of the Hallelujah. word. Our lifestyle is supposed to draw people to Christ, make them see, oh, this is why I need Jesus. Honestly, yes. people see me, I smile too much, and people are like, Abigail, why is it that you smile so much? <laughs> Although I have my downtimes, yeah, I have my downtimes, but the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I'm yeah. holding on to that. And the fruits of the spirit, joy, love, um, self-control, and the likes. So just hold steadfast onto that. And you see how life will just be just, life will just be amazing. Mm. Yeah. So, well, we're not judgmental. We're not judgmental. Yeah. We, we are no right. But Jesus, saved by Jesus. Yeah. So can't judge. We're not judging. And I have something else to do. This thing, uh, a misconception that Christians are meant to... is a thing with dressing, Sha. Okay, supposed to cover your hair, no makeup, you're not supposed to look good, you're not supposed to be classy, you're not supposed to have style. So what do you have to say about that before I delve into what I have on my notes? What do you have to say about that? Um, honestly, I, 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 I kind of like understand where people would find confusion there. Like they think that maybe um the bible is is like controlling them or they feel like the word is just maybe not for them because they wanna they wanna express themselves they wanna look beautiful you know like um they feel like probably certain topics such as clothing hair jewelry um, even marriage and your attitude and um it on the contrary like the word is a guide it's a guide but it's whatever, I, I, in my heart, I feel like it's whatever you feel is, is um, not, not everything, but what you feel is right. Meaning like if, let's say that you, for example, let's say that you're going to wear a dress. It should be a dress that is modest. Meaning it's not showing off too much. It's not going to cause a man to stumble and fall. You know, do, do you get what I mean? Right. And for the makeup, it shouldn't be makeup that transforms your face completely, that you're so unrecognizable. That's that's completely different. I believe they call that witchcraft, actually. (laughs) But um, yes, if you're going to wear makeup, it should be something light, something you still look nice and modest and um, still uh, resembling who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. So, So that's me. What I have to say, yeah, yeah. Um, it also says, um, to honor God with your body, to like how it looks, yeah, to honor God. So, I personally am not against these things, but it's what people see because when they like they know that as a Christian, you're not meant to be doing these things, so they people they don't want to do it anymore because they fear being judged. Mm. 
But if mm-hmm. something, like um, Moosley said, if it's something you like doing, do it, but do it in a modest way that um, mm-hmm. like if you want to wear this dress and it's too revealing or something like do it, do it in a modest way. Like she said, yeah. basically do a makeup in like a modest way that people still recognize you. No, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's why I say it as well. Okay. So there's the scripture here, Colossians chapter three, verse 17. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, I mean, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. That means in your dressing, in your lifestyle, in your career, let it be to the glory of God. And I mean, if you're connected with Jesus, there are just certain things that, oh, the Holy Spirit will tell you, oh, don't do this. It's not meant for you because you know that, oh, as a believer, I'm not meant to do this. I'm not meant to do certain things. I'm not meant to look a certain way because your life is a Bible that people will read. Uh, 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 that is the first major you know, points of contact to unbelievers, our lifestyle, they see it and they be like, what's the difference between this person and this person? What's the difference between someone in Jesus Christ and someone that's in the world? So that's how we evangelize. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So back then, I used to watch certain videos about this thing, about um, wigs and makeup. And I'm sure you probably watch these videos too, about painting of nails yeah. adornment yeah. <laughs> personally i threw all my nail polishes i'm like geez i want to make it to heaven <laughs> i threw all of them away. I, I didn't really have understanding we're supposed to adorn ourselves definitely yeah. but the glory of god again let the holy spirit guide us he's our guide but till yeah. now i still paint my nails though because i have the understanding yeah. At that time, I was just following anything I saw on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you have to wear, um, you, you, you're not allowed to wear trousers. You're not allowed to wear, the, like, again, she said, Musli um, and Ren, you both said modesty. So that's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I add something? Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. You can't expect, let's say, a woman of God, like us now, or women of God, you can't expect us to go out wearing revealing clothes it doesn't speak of who we are mm-hmm. so Ren mm-hmm. yeah um this is like something I just want to say and it's like I want you guys to actually include your ideas because most people feel like um tattoos as well like if they should see a preacher with tattoos like on TikTok or Instagram like people are so quick to judge and like oh um you say you're a Christian but then you have so much tattoos and Da, 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 da. So I don't really know about this tattoo. So I just want you guys to like give me like an insight as to like what I mean. I don't judge these people. I believe they're actually doing something for God. But like you guys should just shed light on that topic. Mostly, do you want to go first? Because I definitely have. To. Okay. Um, I I really feel like it. This could also draw back to um John seven verse twenty four, where it says, "Do not judge by appearance." I mean, mm-hmm. but I personally would not get a tattoo. It's just, um, that's just, yeah. but yeah. you know, some people, they like putting on some, you know, um, mm-hmm. a Bible verse or the cross um, or something. Like, it's, I guess it's again the same thing as, as I was saying before. Like, if you're going to do it, make sure that it's for the glory of God <laughs> mm-hmm. at, at this point, right? Um, but a tattoo, 
or how you look should not, it, do, it does not define who you are. Yeah. You know, our bodies, like these are not truly like who we are. Like it's like we have a spiritual body as well. And that's, that's the real us. Like this is just our, mm-hmm. this is just our temporary body. We're not going to stay like this completely. So, yeah. so, right. so when I see a preacher with a tattoo, um, it doesn't really phase me or anything because I know that yeah. as, as I see with my own eyes that he's, his heart is for the Lord. He's worshiping the Lord with all that yeah. he's got. It's not about appearance. It's about um, whether your heart is right with the Lord. And that's just, that's the thing. But of course, you still have to trust with modesty. You know, you're, you're the temple. You're the vessel of the Lord. You must, you must. You must be an ambassador of Christ. You have to resemble him. Yeah, and mm-hmm. most of these they got these tattoos when they weren't saved. Yeah. 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 And Personally, yeah, because also, of that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, let me go. Oh, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was actually cutting your voice. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Personally, I wouldn't get a tattoo. And while Mosley was talking, you know, I just heard your your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the mm-hmm. of the Most High God. So we should also keep our bodies. We should not defile ourselves right. with things of. So, I I think that's stuff. That's I don't think I know that is something to hold on to. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. anyone have any? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like. You were saying like people. You said people had it before, and yeah, people define you by your past, mm-hmm. like by who you were. They don't want to acknowledge that you've actually been saved, and you want to be in, yeah, a new person now. Like she said, it's your spirit that God looks at, not your flesh. You know, because we fall into temptations with our flesh, mm-hmm. we sin and do unrighteous deeds with our flesh. But we that's why we need to feed our spirits and not our flesh. Don't conform to the things of this world, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, and even, and even if people don't believe that they have changed, but that, that individual would answer only to God. God is the mm. judge, so it doesn't really yeah. matter what people think. Oh, is she saved? Is she not saved? As long as you, you know where you stand with God, I, that's the final thing. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. Yeah, and I also um, feel like another misconception is that people say, I can't believe in something I can't see. Oh my God. Yeah, a verse for this is that he, um, when Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples and Thomas wasn't there. So the disciples came to tell Thomas that, oh, we've seen the Lord. We saw him. But Thomas was like, I can't believe if I can't see it, if I can't see the holes in his hand, if I can't be like be in his presence and just see him. And then Jesus came out like, Thomas, I'm I'm here. Like he was like, he told him, blessed is thou who believe without seeing the unseen. You know, most of us are like, how can you believe in something you can't see? But like for me personally, he's he's like a presence. You just know that he's there. You know, like there are a lot of things you can't see. You know, you can't, you can we can't see love, but then we fall into love. Love is meant to be like a feeling, you know, that's why the presence of God, the presence of Jesus is a feeling that we feel, 
like I feel like when I pray, I just have this awareness and this knowing that somebody is in the room with me. You know, I may not see, I may not see and comprehend that person, but I know that the person is there. You know, that's how we are meant to feel with you. Don't feel like, oh, um, I can't see him. Like you see him by faith. Yeah. You know, you see him by faith. Your faith should um make you see that he's real, like make you have this knowing that he's real, you know. So you guys can add on that. Yes. Um wow, that that is such a huge misconception. And that's why people they often just like, well, they're yeah. crazy, like they can't even see him, but yet they're they, they say he's alive. He's, Mm -hmm. Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What Mm -hmm. I learned, um, from my church, actually a church that I, uh, attend, what I learned is that faith does not come by seeing. If you already see, if you already see him, what do you have to believe for? Like he's there, but, um, it comes by hearing when we, and what I mean by hearing is when we God God made the Bible, He made the Bible so we so we can understand His words to us. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing. So when when I hear that the that the Lord is alive, is seated at the right hand of God, that's what I'm believing in. Without faith, we cannot please God. It's a matter of trust and faith. And you know, it's so it's so funny. Um, even a few months ago, like I became on fire for Christ, even just within this year. Like I've known in my whole life, but I really took a decision in March of 2020 to dedicate my life to Him, dedicate it completely, 100% worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started talking to Him, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> I did not know what I was doing at all. What it was like to feel His presence. I did not know anything. I'm just like, I know that I'm talking to you, but Lord, I can't see you. I can't hear you. I, I can't smell. I don't understand, Lord. But then it was just this one night when I truly felt his presence like never before. And his love just fell on me like completely, like, utterly. It's just the love. You can feel it. You can feel it. It's just, it's just a matter of having faith. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Yes. So what Musli just said, uh, the thing about talking to God, you know, you can't say mm-hmm. There's something I'm trying to do now. Actively involve the Holy Spirit yeah. in every decision I take. So to, mm. I started I started on the 31st, or was it the 1st of January? So, um, today, today even, my mom said, okay, go to the kitchen, take one turkey and have some rice and I said holy spirit which turkey should I take because I was trying to look for the one with more flesh that is me <laughs> actually it, it's just turkey even even in the smallest of things yeah. it's, it's so good to involve him because I this year I, I really wanted to be my best friend like every single decision yeah. even in the smallest things again so that that is amazing mm-hmm. that is amazing faith mm-hmm. so before we call it a wrap um Ren said something earlier. Oh, jeez. It came to my head. Now I've forgotten. <laughs> okay. If I don't remember, we will just, you know, finish up. So, um, you guys, thank you so, so much for mm-hmm. joining in. Absolutely. But, yeah, so, final word for our listeners before we go. 
God bless you all. Blessings from my side, Ren, Rosie. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Yes. God bless you. Have an amazing year. Thank you, Mosley. Yeah. Thank you, Ren. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank God you. bless everyone. God bless. God bless you.